Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hello, everyone. Blessings and welcome to Elijah Streams. We are so excited that you can join us. Today is going to be so powerful. I am so excited about it. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Yvonne Atia, and I am filling in for Steve Schultz, who is away on his 45th wedding anniversary and guess what that day is actually today they're celebrating it today so we are praying for them uplift them in your prayers and we just bless the covenant um, that is between them they are amazing role models in the Lord so humble so we are just celebrating with you Doreen and Steve today well, today is June 22nd, and I am so excited about our guest. She is an incredible minister of the Lord, and she ministers in the darkest places like porn festivals and New Age festivals and the places where those people would never come to church. But she goes there with an assignment, and I am so excited to be speaking and interviewing to Cindy McGill. But before I bring Cindy on, I am telling you, it is the time for you to have a look at how your generous giving and support is impacting so many around the, the world. I never get tired of seeing those well spots because every time I see the smile and the fresh water, it's like, Lord, if there is a description of love, this is love. So why don't you go with me and let's have a look at this spot. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Thank you so much for your support because of your giving and generosity. You can see the glory in this story and you can see how you are impacting their lives forever. So Thank you for your generous support. And if you would like to support towards the world and towards everything else that the Lord's doing, the details are on the screen. So we bless you and we bless your giving in the name of Jesus. The next clip is so exciting because we are premiering a new episode for American Warriors. The story is incredible. Let me read you just a part of what this story is about. With a chemistry set at his disposal and unrestricted access to a modern array of chemicals, a clever Lewis Hollander at age six developed homemade explosives in his home. He sent his formula to the Department of the Army during World War II and was assured that while his contribution was noble, it needed some work due to its unpredictable detonation. Years later, while in the Navy, Lewis witnessed 10 nuclear explosions and continued his interest by measuring um, radiographic activity. And that's not the end of his incredible story. Here's a preview. They always fire them first thing in the morning. This city that was there was now a black sand, glass, crunch, crunch. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Tanks are gone. I mean, <laughs> everything that was there yesterday, concrete buildings, everything. Just a mound, just a mound, that's it. You would not know that there was anything there. 
sure this is going to bless you. So make sure you're looking out for it and watching this great new episode. Well, let me tell you, if you've just joined in now, we are excited about our guest. She goes out to the highways and the byways and she ministers to what she calls the Lord's friends. I've heard a lot about her incredible ministry. And today is going to be a day where I will be interviewing her. So without any further delay, let's bring in Cindy McGill. Indeed. Welcome to Elijah's Dreams. I'm Thank so you. Excited about this interview. Oh, me too. <laughs> I am excited. I always love being on Elijah's Dreams and on Elijah Fire. Wow. So. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And your teachings are amazing. So we have a common friend and you haven't met me in person, but that's Steve Schultz. Because yes. every time <laughs> Steve would come to me and say, you need to meet Cindy. She has a very similar ministry to you. And then recently he contacted me and he said, not just that, God gave her the same word, boomerang, that he gave you. You need yes. to do this interview. Mm-hmm. So I am just excited. This is God ordained. And I know that it's going to be full of God's goodness. So for those people who don't know you, I want you to give a good introduction about who you are, who you minister to. And I think we have a couple of photos to show uh, everyone what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, we've pastored for a number of years. So we were saved in the Jesus movement, just to give a little bit of history here. So we've been around. How's that? We've been around. We've seen a lot of things. Uh, good and bad. And we've just watched as God has now been uh, giving us, reforming us, I think, for a new wine skin to contain new wine for the culture that we're um, dealing with. I mean, this is, you know, in Isaiah 60, it says, hey, darkness is going to cover the earth. Deep darkness will cover people. Well, what do you do with that? You know, you can either run from it or run to it. So I said, because he said, now arise and shine and your light will come, right? So <laughs> let's just see that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so the places where I've gone, uh, I actually got tricked into doing it because I wasn't, uh, you know, I was I was always in the church. I mean, you know, I got yeah. born again and that was it. I was 20. And, yeah. um, and someone uh, asked me, uh, I was working for a, um, a, a boss and he said, for the whole... Um, for the entire office, I want us to go to a new age event for morale, to build a morale. And, and I was like, I'm not new age. (laughs) I'm not going. Yeah. And, um, and I'm going to take these off. And I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to do that. So I, I, I was living in Oregon at the time and we'd had a real major outpouring of the Holy spirit. It was in the nineties. And I thought, I, I don't want to do this. And I came home and I told Tim, my husband, I said, I'm, our boss wants us to go to this new age thing. And um, I don't want to do it. It's for a whole weekend. And he said, I think you should go. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I said, well, who are you? And what have you done with Tim? You know? And then uh, one of my friends who's an intercessor for me. And she said, Oh, I definitely think it's a huge opportunity. You should go. Mm. So I did. I, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go, but you know, y'all are going to hear about it when I get back. If this blows up, I'm going to come after you anyway. Um, but when I got there, the Holy Spirit's presence came on me and I knew it was God. I mean, I, I was praying the whole time and praying in tongues, which you can do in a new age arena, by the way, you can pray in tongues. They don't care. They think it's, awesome actually that you have this language that's a spirit language it connects you in the spirit you know the whole thing and so I was learning all these new words to say I knew I couldn't say Christian words and so um uh, the prophetic hit me really strongly and I was standing next to the psychic booth at this event and um I was getting words for people so they I I started giving them to the people waiting in the line to go to the psychic. And I said, I think I have a word for you. And they thought I was one of them, you know? So um, I gave them the word and I said, well, this comes, I, I have a, I have a relationship with Jesus and that's where my information comes from. And so now the, the line that was going to the psychic booth started getting in front of me. Now I had a whole line full of people and words were flowing like water. I saw 
uh, I could see on them physically what was happening on them spiritually. Yeah. And I, I thought, this is amazing. Like mm -hmm. I, I haven't operated in words of knowledge like this ever in my whole life. But because wow. I was in an arena where it gave room for the spiritual expression and the Holy Spirit just just showed up and just showed off is what he did. Wow. And I was walking on air. I thought, my goodness, I, I have, I have not really given God the kind of place that he wants. You know, I mean, he's, he's huge. He can do whatever he wants. And, and when the Holy spirit, you know, we know this according to Acts, you're going to receive power when the Holy spirit comes on you. Right. Yeah. And yes. that's what was happening. So yeah. people were drawn to the presence of God. They were drawn. They knew it wasn't psychic. And I, I let them know I'm not a psychic. Yeah. Um, and so that was really the start of it. And then um, we were having prophetic dreams. Uh, Tim and I both were uh, during the 90s, it, during that outpouring. We called it the renewal. You know, everyone was dry as a bone yeah. uh, being in church and religion and trying to pioneer churches. We lived in Utah, so that was even worse. And yes. um and, you know, I mean, it's just hard ground. And so um, anyway, we were having these prophetic dreams and I felt like God said, I want you to learn to interpret dreams. And I had people say to me, well, that's new age. And I said, no, it's Genesis. <laughs> yes. you know? um, so I had to go back and read it and realize that God had planned this vehicle of, of giving dreams, prophetic dreams, uh, dreams where he showed up in the night, even visions. Wow. Um, one third of the Bible is, is made up of dreams and visions. So, and then we needed interpreters because Joseph was an interpreter in yes. Genesis 39, 40, 41. And then you've got Daniel, who was a dream interpreter. Yes. And then you've got the coming of Jesus in Matthew where, you know, G, uh, prophetic uh, dreams were guiding uh, the father of Je uh, Jesus, yes. how to keep him alive. Then you yeah. have the wise men right. who all, all <laughs> had the same dream. <laughs> then they being divinely, I mean, I'm like, what are we doing? We're, we're, we're not even, we're not even touching this, you know? Yes. And I began to see that in Joel 2.28, it says in the last days, mm -hmm. I'm going to pour out my spirit. And yeah. that's what I was feeling. Yes, I think we are in the last days. And I think he is pouring out his spirit on all flesh. That yeah. means people that do know him and people that don't know him and people that don't know him are getting prophetic dreams from God, but they don't know they're going to psychics to get them interpreted. So then he said, raise up an army of dream interpreters. <laughs> so for the next few years, I started doing dream outreaches. We did it at the Sundance film festival. We did it at, um, then I took it to Burning Man, which I didn't even know anything about Burning Man. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Um, it's in the Black Rock Desert of Nevada. And it's this um, it's it's a, a free expression lifestyle. But there's all kinds of things there. Everything goes um, yeah. new age, paganism, uh, you name it. And they also have a temple out there. Yeah. So I spent from 2003 to 2016. Uh, I had a theme camp out there. Uh, along with the Sundance Film Festival. So I did Frozen Man and Burning Man. Wow. <laughs> Sundance Film Festival was six degrees. <laughs> it's freezing. It's in Park City, Utah. And then uh, in January, and then I went to Burning Man, which was the week always before Labor Day in August, and it was hot. And so um, I, I was like, this is amazing. I, 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 these were extreme environments but they were extreme outreaches because so many people there were seekers mm -hmm. and God was teaching me in those places and at the new age places where, how to reach his friends. That's what he called them. He said, these are my friends. Yeah. These, are the, these are ones I died for. These are the prodigals. These are the ones that have drifted away. They didn't know, or they've, they've blown their whole lives. They've been, traumatized from the time they were little. And these are my friends. These are ones I've died to, to get back to, you know, I want them back and I want them to know me as father and good father and provider and healer and truth and shame taker and all these things. And I just went, well, yes. I mean, I, I wanted, I want that too. <laughs> you know? Yes. And so then 
the the porn convention is even a more extensive outreach that I don't you I, we were talking a little earlier do you, do you is everyone can everyone go no everyone yeah. cannot go because right. I need to have people that I know have dealt with their stuff that they feel this is an assignment for them yeah um, and for me I wasn't quite sure I just had a friend who said we ought to go into the adult arena because um, her experience had been one of uh, of abuse. Right. And she had dealt with it. Jesus had healed her. She had gotten free and, and delivered from everything. And um, she said, I know what they feel. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I know what they feel. Yeah, that's amazing, Cindy. I think we've got a couple of photos that we would love to show everyone. Maybe they'll just come up on the screen, but that just tell people um, where you were and what you were doing. So as they are preparing them, but you know, Cindy, as you were speaking, God has a funny way of bringing us into those arenas because when when I was when we received the baptism in the Holy Spirit years ago, and we were just doing home church. And I remember crying out to the Lord for more. And we were doing healing and deliverance at home. But that was it. And I remember one day I got a call from an advertising agency. And she said to me, hey, um, are you guys healers? Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that was uh, uh, actually it was a gay pride um, uh, pagan event. Right. And it yeah. was um, advertised as a family friendly event. Right. And so we just took a small team and we went out with our camera and we just got, um, you know, we just in interviewed, did some interpretation of dreams across the street from us um, was uh, people that were uh, from a church or I guess religious. And they had a bullhorn and they mm -hmm. were screaming um, damnation. Basically, they were saying sodomites will go to hell and all this stuff. And I was like, that is not God's heart for these people. And wow. so, um, and they're right there. They're telling you what they want. Love enchants yeah. all that. What they want is genuine love. They want God's love. Wow. They don't want to counterfeit love. Yes. They want a love that doesn't fail. Yes. Right. But yeah. they haven't seen it in the church. Yes. And yes. so that's why we went out there. I love it. I love it. So powerful. So powerful. Oh, and there's another one. Yes. I mean, come wow. And yes, coming and yeah, paving a way. And we call him. Would you like to know the way? Would you yeah. like to know the truth uh -huh. and the life and the light? Yes. And they're like, yes, absolutely. And so we would grab their hands and say, would you like to have an encounter with yeah. the spirit of truth or the spirit of light. Yes. And um, they're like, yes, absolutely. And then we would feel the Holy Spirit come. They would feel what we feel, you know, and yes. he began to give them an encounter. Hallelujah. So, yeah. And they would say, I've never felt anything like this before. Yes. I've never, I've never experienced um, yeah. any power. I, I don't, I feel good. I feel yeah. like this is cleansing. Amazing. And, um, mm -hmm. Amazing. I love it. Oh, there's another one here. Yes. But this one. It's going to be moving. It's going to be kind of like a kind of uh, a truth <laughs> in a way. Well, what happened was uh, sh she was listening. They were actually the bullhorn people were targeting her and her booth. She was um, learning how to be a witch. She told me she was uh, uh, giving her attention and getting some training on how to uh, to become a witch, she was reading crystals, and I got a hold of her hand, and I said, I I really turned uh, the ver the verse Jeremiah twenty nine eleven back on her, and I said, you know those words are not meant for you. Wow. I said you were never meant to hear those kinds of things. Those those aren't for your ears, and that's definitely not your future. I said you're not meant for destruction. You're not meant for you know for things uh, to come against you that will that will devastate your life. You're meant to have a future, to have a hope, to have healing. And uh, she was just like, oh, you know, and then she started to smile and you could feel, I could feel, I held her hand so that she could not listen to the, to the opposite spirit coming mm -hmm. against her. And the one that, and it, all they need, all they need is one encounter. All we needed was one, one encounter yeah. from the Holy Spirit to yes. see that God is good. To yeah. know that he is not going to hurt us. He's here to heal us. Yes. He's here yes. to bring us in close. 
Yeah. And Absolutely. so that's, I was prophesying to her. I said, it's going to be, you're going to have a whole new experience. It's going to yeah. be moving. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And it'll be kind of like a kind of a truth and a way. It'll open up a runway, like a pathway for you to walk on. So I was doing, um, you know, if you declare a thing, it says in Joe, yeah. yeah, if you, once you declare a thing, that it'll come to pass, you can declare something and it'll come to pass. And so yeah. I was doing that basically and breaking off this other direction that she was trying to go in. Wow. Wow. You know, I, I'm just hearing the love that is, that is from you, like the mama's heart, you know, as you minister to those girls, and this is, I guess, key in this ministry is that there is no judgment. We can't these people with judgment. What I was sharing before you, before we brought us the pictures is that the way we got into it was through, God has a funny way, an advertising agency. And they call me up and they're like, hey, we have um, this big festival. It's called Mind, Body, and Spirit. And it's for all the healers, the, the Reiki healers, the people that do the Kundalini, all of this. And the first thing I cringed, I was like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. And I said to her, I became religious, Cindy. I was like, I'm not the healer. Jesus is the healer. You know? yeah. And then she was saying to me, but you have on the website that you guys heal the sick. So I just wanted to let you know, if you're interested to hire a booth, then, you know, that that's available. Yeah. I closed the phone and the voice of the Holy Spirit would not leave my ears alone. And he said this to me, Cindy. He said, I just want to tell you one thing. If I was still living here on earth in the physical, I would be there. That's all sure. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And when I told our disciples, oh, you don't understand the backlash. And they were like, are you going to tell them the blood of Jesus? Are you going to put a cross? Are you going to? And they could not understand this unique ministry of love and even changing our language. We've acquired a lot of language over the years, which actually makes us have like a barrier between us and everyone else. What I'm hearing you say, the highest spirit, the spirit of light is actually so biblical, but you are removing walls that the church or religion built between us and the people. So I'm just, I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating (laughs) what God's doing because you're leading the way to so many that's coming. And I just feel, Cindy, after COVID, Church has to be different. We need to minister in a different, and if we won't, churches will shut down because people are not coming in. We have to go out to the people, and that's what you're doing. It's discomfort. It's it's hard, but you are doing it. So it's just so amazing. And you did cover the question of can anyone go? Well, you need training. So I know that Cindy does training. And get training, get, you know, make that test you had become a testimony and then go out to those festivals. Yeah, you do, because it's, it's very, um, you, you can't have a knee jerk reaction, you know, yeah. and that's, that's our first response. I think what you were talking about too, is that, you know, I, I, when I got into Burning Man, I got into doing my body spirit. We did that within healing rooms actually in Spokane, Washington. And, um, and when I got in there and I saw these hungry, hungry, spiritually hungry people, and I thought, what are we doing? Like, uh, and, and it was almost like, and then when I got into the porn convention, it was, I understood that we live on two different planets. Yes. We, Christians live on planet Christian <laughs> and we have, we, we have, and we've been greenhoused. <laughs> We're like in some kind of terrarium, you know, and we've learned our language and our Christianese words and we've used King James and all that kind of stuff. And Jesus was always out. Yes. He was always out in the highways and the byways. And he was compelling people to come in. And he was giving, he's he's coming up with ideas and things that God showed him and told him how to reach the ones that he was trying to get a hold of. And um, and to the religious leaders, I I said this in even, we'll talk about this in a minute. I have a new book coming out. But I said, uh, the demons recognize Jesus. Yes, they knew him, but the religious couldn't didn't know if he was even in the room. Right, right. So, you know, we have to start realizing and then you talked about a structure. And uh, Tim had several dreams about uh, he thought he was dreaming about architectural uh, things like they were 
so uh, intricate with, uh, you know, the wood and all that kind of stuff. And God spoke to him after about three or four of these dreams. And he said the word structure in prayer one day. And that afternoon, my daughter brought him a hat from a store that was closing down in a mall she was working in. And it said structure on the hat. And he went to put the hat on the head on his head and it was too small. Right. And the spirit, the Holy Spirit spoke to Tim and said, the current structure of, of my church is too small to contain the head. Wow. Because wow. we have we have we have reduced God to our mental ability to understand him. Yes. And he's so far beyond that. The ways of God are past finding out. Yes. We don't even know. We yes. haven't given him a chance to be God. Yes. We've wanted him to make everything very easy for us to understand. And when I got out to Burning Man, God spoke to me very clearly and said, your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are not my ways. And you don't even understand me. You don't even know what spirit you're operating from. Right. Wow. And so I was like, well, teach me. I went into Psalm 119. Well, teach me your ways. <laughs> like, I mean, I've been. <laughs> I've been pastoring for years. Like, how do you want this to go down? Like, what do you want to do? And yes. he said, I want you to look on the heart where I look. Yeah. He said, yeah. I, don't, I don't look at all the stuff they've done yes. and all their yes. things. I love them broken. I love them hurting. I love them traumatized. I love them when they're still bad, when they're still uh, rolling in the dirt, when they, when they're still acting out because of their abuse they've been through or all the, things that they've done or because they've been not parented or not instructed or not, they've been beat down in school and bullies. And I love them no matter what condition they're in. And I'm looking at the heart of the person and who I've made them to be. And I want them to come back so I can bring them into their identity, their real identity and their real purpose that I've created them for. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we had something like this happen at Burning Man, I think it was my first or second year, and it was uh, out there. They have these crazy, you know, it's it's just a a ridiculous festival, right? And it was two, it was Tutu Tuesday, and this guy walks in and he's got on a tutu with another guy, and I said, "Well, would you like to have an encounter with the Spirit of Truth?" That's what we always open up with, and he said, "Yeah." So he put his hands out, big burly guy, big beard, and the whole thing had on a tutu. And, um, and I grabbed his hands and I said, well, it's by invitation. You just say spirit of truth come. And he did the Holy spirit did come. And he started, he started crying and shaking this man. Yeah. And he said, what he goes, I know what this is. And I Mm -hmm. said, what is it? (laughs) And he said, it's the Holy spirit. Wow. Yeah, it is. And he said, I was a pastor. And he said, my wife left me and they, they kicked me out of my pulpit and I didn't have a church and I'd given my whole life to doing this. And he said, I have been, I have been walking around trying to figure out what I'm, what I'm doing. Where do I belong? And I said, well, the gifts and the callings of God are not, are without repentance. He hasn't removed the calling of a pastor on you. You still are called to be a pastor. And, and I said, Let's, you know, because you had, because you had a devastating experience and you were done wrong. You know, you didn't do anything. You, you, your, your wife left you, you didn't cheat. Right. You know, I said, God, God is still going, he's going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And he's yeah. going to restore you and put wow. you back into the place. Well, he came back fully dressed, stayed with us the whole week. And by the last day, it's a 10 day event. And um, he was actually working with one of our other team members in helping us minister to get truth into people that were singing. It's called restoration. It's back into where you've you've been cut off or where you've lost your vision or or you had, you were blindsided. You know, you had things come and take you out of the race. And God said, I'm going to put you back in. I'm going to make it happen for you. I'm going to put favor there and things are going to come into order or that we're out of order. Yes. Hallelujah. I love it, Cindy. You are speaking and the Lord is showing me an army rising up, an army of young people 
people, just even hearing you thinking, I'd love to do this. I'd love to grow in this. So this is just going to be amazing help. The Lord's going to even be using you in this even coming season. So I'm celebrating you today. <laughs> And I want to be able to, uh, I'm very excited about this word because we didn't know each other and I don't know, God has a way. I, I, I kept on having dreams of um, boomerangs and, you know, I come from Australia. I lived there for many years, but mm-hmm. you don't really see boomerangs every day. Like unless you go to the zoo and try to hit a kangaroo <laughs> or you go to the outback, right? But you right. don't really see them like in everyday life. So for for me to have those dreams, it was supernatural. It wasn't something that I was thinking about. And then you started to also have dreams of boomerangs and the Lord has given you a message. So I want you to share with us what the Lord shared with you about the boomerang. Yeah, it wasn't really a dream about boomerang. It was just the word. The word. It was the word. And I went, well, that's odd. What a strange word, right? And I have been to Australia and I do love it, by the way. And I have very good friends there, but I thought, what what does this mean? What is this? You know, what is it? And so a few of my friends from Australia said, well, it is a weapon. And they do, yeah, they use it to take out kangaroos or deer or whatever. And, um, and they said, it's also something that you throw to get, uh, uh, you can throw to uh, uh, get like things out of the bushes. In other words, everything comes out because it's, it's uh, scary. It's to scare or to um, get hidden things out in the open yes okay get hidden things out in the open so I went okay so I get that part and then I thought well why am I hearing it now and I thought because a boomerang um you throw it and then there's a timing for it to turn around that's it it comes back and I thought this is going to happen to people that have sown Okay, let's think of it that way. Let's take it from what you've sown. You're going to reap in this, um, talking about things that you've um, cast on the water. You know, I had a dream about that. I'll tell you in a minute. But it was it's a turning point. We are at a turning point right now where things that have been thrown out, that have been thrown like a boomerang, are going to come back and they're going to hit you. They're going to hit you. Whatever you've reaped, whatever you've sown, you're going to reap now. Yeah. And things are going to be coming out in the open and there's a lot of exposure happening, good and bad. Okay. So we just need to get ready for it. And this is not something we're doing. We're not exposing it. We didn't, you know, it's just that things, it is a, it is a weapon of God that he's saying, I'm turning. It is a turning point. We are on it right now. It is turning around and it is coming back the direction that it was thrown. So that means um, if you've sown uh, in the spirit, you're going to reap from the spirit. If you've sown in the flesh, you're going to reap in the flesh. If you've sown to the demonic realm, it's going to come back and it'll be scary. But God's there to protect and to get you, to catch you and to to deliver you from evil. Right. But some of these things are are happening right now. And I felt like the dream that I had the first of the year was um, from Ecclesiastes 11.1. And I was in Vegas. We were doing the outreach in Vegas and I had a dream. There were three or four islands in in an ocean and you had to be intent on getting to this last one. It was very small. It only had like two structures on the island and you had no car. You could only access it by boat. There was no plane or anything that could land there. It was very small. And I happened to be there for some reason, the very last one. So that meant that it was, you know how it is in the kingdom of God, it's narrow and constricted by pressure and fewer those who find it, right? So you had to make intent to get there. And I knew I was there on purpose. Like I was there because God wanted me there at that moment. And all of a sudden the the waves came up and there were whales and they looked like, they looked like uh, Christmas ornaments, like they were that brilliant. They were every color. They were orange and red and yellow and green and blue and uh, purple. And I went, what is this? Like, what is this? It's whales, you know? And, um, and I thought, okay, they're coming up 
on every wave. And I, I immediately thought about when you cast your bread on the water, it will come back in many days, right? And I knew that whales represented wealth. Yes. They represent wealth. It, and they also represent seeing deep things in the sea. So yes. when, you're, when you're, you know, when you're in a whale or you're a whale watching, they go deep in the spirit. They, and so there's deep revelation that yes. will be coming from every direction uh, in, in every way. So colors represent things, you know, and um, don't have time to get into that. But I knew that it was a multitude of many faceted. It's a, he's a many colored God. So he's a, you know, he's a, he's a uh, many different ways that he shows himself. Right. So I knew that was coming and they were coming on every wave. And when you think about waves, the, the wave, uh, the new wave always catches part of the old wave. So yes. there's always, there's always a, a residue or a remnant coming with mm -hmm. every wave. And then they, uh, they were coming toward the shore. Yes. All right. So I knew that it was coming toward us. And then God said something very specific to me. He said, you need to stay ahead of high tide. Wow. Because, yeah. Because you need to get, you need to get this um, understanding and get this revelation and take the spoil right. while it's available to you. Because mm -hmm. once high tide hits, it's covered up again. Yes. You yes. Can't see it. Wow. So I knew this is something for this year. Yes. Like God always shows me something about the years and it was, it's, it's wealth and it's, it's knowledge, it's spiritual wealth, it's financial wealth. It's um, things that are coming up that were hidden, that weren't visible and yes. they are going to hit you in every direction and you're going to be resourced in order to do the work of God and whatever he needs for us to do. Yes. And so it's coming on, on every wave. And then I knew about uh, Ecclesiastes 11, one. And then, um, so I know that there's a wealth transfer. I know people have been talking about it, um, but it also goes along with boomerang. Yes. Okay. So if you put the two together, you're like, okay, so now is the time of the turning of the tide. Hallelujah. Now That's is so the time of the turning of the tide. Now yes. it's getting ready to, to hit the shore. Now it's getting ready to be available, to be picked yes. up or to be resource or to take, to take it, to yes. be, to take what you've been shown and get a hold of it and don't let go of it because you're going to need it in the days ahead. Yes. And there'll be times when you won't be able to resource it or have, if you don't act now, you remember no. how many times uh, in the Bible? I mean, I was, I did a, a study on this years ago about immediately. Yeah. <laughs> immediately you know they left their nest yeah. and i thought because we always sit and think about it well maybe i should maybe i shouldn't you know and it's like no immediately do it now yeah um and so i felt boomerang had to do with that it's like okay this is coming back and you did this yeah I, you know if, yeah I, if i sowed to the spirit i did that myself yeah. I sowed to the spirit, so I'm going to reap from the spirit. spirit if, yeah. I sowed, if, if I sowed to the flesh, I'm going to reap from the flesh. You know, if mm -hmm. I sowed, so it, it doesn't have anything to do with someone doing it to you. It has to do with what you've sown. Yeah, but you know what, Cindy, this is honestly taking my breath away. And I tell you why. Because we lived in Australia for over 30 years. What a lot of people don't know is we have a lot, a lot of bush. In the bush, we have the deadliest um, snakes and spiders. So, mm -hmm. and they normally hide in the bush. And not just that, a lot of animals also hide in the bush. But that also includes the dingoes, um, the very dangerous dogs. So when the elders of the land, they call on the Aborigines, when they want to go into the bush, you're right. You reminded me of something that we learned in Aboriginal education at school. The first thing they do is they grab a boomerang. And they literally hit the bush with it. And it's at that moment that all the snakes and the spiders and everything is just exposed. And they freak out and they begin to move out of their places. So even right. as you are sharing this right now, I just mm -hmm. love it because I just feel this is what's happening now. A lot of evil is hiding in the bush. From the outside, a bush is a bush. It looks beautiful. But then when that all the movement takes place, that's when exposure is happening. So I really, really love this word of great exposure 
and obviously the sowing and the reaping. Another thing as well is the boomerang never comes back in a straight line. And you said that it spins. So, so many people are like, is it going to come back? Is it even going to hit its target? And they, they wonder, but somehow it just spins and it comes back to them because some people, they might have sown good stuff and they're because they're seeing it spin, they're like, where's the boomerang? Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. You know, God, where is all the good work that I have done for you? Where is all your faithfulness that you're talking about? But because it's spinning, it's not coming back in a straight line. God has a way of bringing that. So Thank you, Cindy, for your faithfulness. And even, you know, because I know you had it on your um, social media and you're like, mm-hmm. is anyone getting a boomerang? It, it, so, it, so, it was so out of nowhere, you know, and it was clear. And yes. I knew it was from God. Yeah. And I went, okay, so I just want to know. And then, and then I began to realize, oh, this is the time of the turnaround. Yes. This is absolutely. the time of the turnaround. It's already been thrown. Amen. And so it's going to come back and it's going to be something that we all have to pay attention to. Yes. Uh, the, the main thing I tell people on outreach is everywhere I go, especially at the adult convention and stuff like that, you're going to see things you're going to, things, things will hit you in the face that you just didn't expect. You, you're not used to it, you know? Yes. And I would tell people don't have a knee jerk reaction. Yes. You know, no. you, we, we can't, we can't be moved by what we see. Yes. We have to be moved by what God's plan is yes. and what he's telling us to do. And so we center ourselves, you know, Amen. in him, and Amen. then we're able to navigate it. I mean, Jesus did this all the time. He wasn't thrown off course by all the weird stuff that came at him, you know, yeah. and even the religious, you know, he answered a question with a question. He just never, yeah. he didn't take the bait. He yeah. didn't take the bait on all their nonsense they were trying to do. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, we have to be really aware of what's coming toward us and what's coming toward people, period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like I told my kids the other day, my grandkids the other day, they were, we were talking about, I don't know, cause they go to public school. And I said, well, what do you think about all this gender stuff? And, and they said, well, we're not buying it, you know? And, um, and I said, you know, it's kind of like, uh, there's rules in, in the earth. God set the earth up a certain way. And I said, there's a thing called gravity. You know, I said, if you throw a rock in the air, it's going to come down. Right. You know, yeah. It's yeah. not going to not come down. It's not going to just be suspended there. And I said, the same thing happens when, you know, actions are taken and whatever you do, it's going to come back. So you just need to be aware of that and realize that there's choices that we have to make and boundaries we have to set in place. And there's certain things that we need to do that's set up for our own human design on earth, living on planet earth, you know? And if we live contrary to that, then it's going to cripple our walk. It's going to cripple us in a lot of different ways, or maybe even try and destroy us. And that's when people lose hope and they don't know you know, because they've been taught this or shown that or said this thing. And I said, you need to be really clear about what you listen to. Take heed what you hear. Need, yes, you, know, you need to hear what God says and nothing else. Yeah, um, amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, I am very, I would love to ask you about this dream. And it's just so timely with what's happening with Pride Month and all of this stuff that's going. But your friend had a dream when, we were make, you were making a documentary on dreams. Can you tell me about this dream when he saw hell open? Yeah, we were actually at the Sundance Film Festival and we were filming to make a documentary on dreams. Right. And, uh, you know, it's one of those shoot for the moon moments. You know, let's just make a documentary. I mean, why not? Everyone else is. Right. Some of them so gross and bad. It's like, we don't, we've got at least a chance. Okay, so, and um. And so while we were making this, uh, one of our friends that was um, helping make or he was in the film, he had a dream, a very vivid dream. He was shaken by it when he woke up. And in the dream, he saw hell open up and he saw uh, Satan and demons vomiting stuff up on the earth. It looked like um, 
it was pink and it was a colorful and it looked attractive. Okay. But he said it was very, very demonic. It was the most evil stuff he'd ever experienced. The stench was horrible in the dream. So you can tell it's a, one of those real prophetic dreams when it's got smell, it's got sight, you know, it's very, it's very detailed. And, um, he said that, um, it, they were vomiting it up and people were eating it like candy. And the world was eating it, thinking it was sweet. It was good to taste, you know. So they were they were eating all this up. And um, that was way back in 2000, I'm going to say maybe seven or eight. Yeah. And, um, and then he, um, he said that, and so I'm, I'm thinking about this dream. And we made that documentary and people said, oh, it'll never go anywhere. We submitted it to Sundance and they didn't take it. And so we just rented a screen during the festival and showed it ourselves. You know, it's like, we're going to do it, whether you like it or not, you know, we're just going to use your, we're going to hijack your festival. And so we, we got someone to rent us a screen and uh, we had lines of people to see the show. Right. And it was giving truth out through the message, through the vehicle of dreams. You know, everyone was intrigued by it. And people said, oh, it'll never go anywhere. That's got editing problems, lighting problems, this kind of thing, that thing. It was a miracle that we got it done at all. Yeah. And right when they were some producers and these high level Hollywood people were like, yes, and there in it, uh, her phone rang. And it was Hollywood's first glance and said, your film has been selected for our film festival in Hollywood. <laughs> and, it, and it won an award for editing. And then it went on to win uh, eight other awards in different places in the country. So are the world. And Crazy. so, um, but I was thinking about how we're living in that now where people, because, because of, okay. So you were going to ask me about how do you go into, or how do you reach the LGBTQ? How do you reach yes. the drag Queens? How do you reach? And yeah. I'm like, bring a, bring a higher presence. Right. When you show up with two or three or more, or you are gathered in his name, he says, I'm there in your midst. Right. So we've watched, we've literally seen this happen where a portal has opened up over us because we want him there and he wants to be there. So we bring a higher presence. It's like, bring me a higher love. Right. And so when that happens, people are arrested by it. They don't know what that is. Yeah. And we saw this happen at the uh, temple at Burning Man when people were in seances and they were in trances and they were doing Reiki healing and they were doing all these things. And we just came in and began to do nonverbal type lifting up Jesus. Wow. He said, if I'm lifted up, I'll yeah. draw, you know, yes. so we just did that. And we yeah. did that um, in places where uh, uh, there was a counterfeit mm-hmm. and everyone felt it. They, it was a portal. They knew they were. And so then we said, we do um, heart transformation. Do we, we do heart healing. We do um, trauma work. We do all kinds of things, spiritual trauma and that kind of things. And they were like, and we do uh, organic spiritual alignments and we do original root recovery. And now they're no longer interested in all their other stuff that they were doing. They're interested in, oh my gosh, this is a cleansing moment. I said, yes, we do spiritual cleansing and redefinement, we, um, we bring, you know, and, and they knew that something was, they knew something was with us. In other words, you're not alone. <laughs> There's something here. And, it's there. and yeah. uh, so now I'm starting to do, uh, I just thought this up the other day, and I'm pretty sure it's God. Mm-hmm. He said, start asking people if they'd like to have an encounter with the spirit of clarity. Wow. Wow. And I went, okay. Yeah. Because, um, because we've all, we all need that. I need that. Yes. But everyone especially needs that now because there's been so much confusion. So it's almost like we need to realize that we're not fighting on the same ground as the enemy. You know, we fight with in a higher place. Yeah. We bring a higher, you know, we're, we're on a different level. We're not even, we're not even engaging in flesh and blood war, word wars, Bible thumping, you know, whatever. It's like we're we're just bringing the presence of God, and then we just basically say, "Do whatever you want." Like, how do you want this to go down? What do you want to do next? And um, so that's how we do this. And, and we we have a lot of things that they're interested in. They want to have their dreams interpreted, 
you know, they want to, uh, you know, they want to know truth, right? Because the truth sets people free. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, we've seen it happen at the, at the porn convention where we're like, they're like, oh my gosh, I just had like a, a wake up call of, of what I'm meant to do. I said, yeah, of course, this is what you're called for, but this is what you've settled for. So yeah. when you're done with your contract and you're ready to go, like, here's what you're made for. Here's what I see. According to your dream. Yeah. According, uh-huh. to, your, according <laughs> to your dream. This mm-hmm. is what I see about you. And now they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I never, yeah, you're right. Like I've had this forever and I, 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 I don't know how, you know, and I said, well, people get themselves into all kinds of different situations for different reasons. And, but now you've got a whole new start. You've got a whole it. new beginning, right? I love it. I love it. Cindy, this is music to my ear, as they say, because I'm just sensing the love. I'm sensing that there is no condemnation, which is very essential in this ministry. And that you are what I absolutely love about what you're doing. It's a highlight. You are 100% relying on the Holy Spirit. You are relying on the Holy Spirit to just lead you and guide you. You don't have this set one, two, three model, and that just works, you know, one size fits all. So this is is a, a beautiful ministry, and I just know that, I live in Miami Beach, and I'm telling you, it is so (laughs) needed. It is just so needed. So I'm just praying for so many of our beautiful viewers to have this holy, uh, you know, jealousy rise up. It's like, you know what, Lord, like Isaiah, here I am, use me. And it's amazing how God will begin this journey. You know, I'm going to ask you to pray for us in a second, but I was just reminded when we were doing the Mind, Body and Spirit Festivals, our booth was opposite the booth of a Reiki healer. And the whole week, I was not focusing on her at all. I was just focusing on the people that are coming in the festival. And so towards the the last day, she comes into our booth and she literally gives her life to the Lord. And I said to her, what made you do that? I I mean, I wasn't even trying to be your friend because you still have that, you know. But then she said to me, there was so much light coming out of your booth and I could not get my eyes out of that light. So I learned that even as we are ministering, the Holy Spirit is doing what he has to do. So I just love it. I'm celebrating your ministry. you and so i would love for you to pray for our viewers and even yeah. pray for those who are like cindy i'd love to do this you know i'd love the lord to use me in this area so they can even get training as well yeah well i do training and um you know we go to different spots and i just want people that really want to learn i want them to be able mm-hmm. because i had to learn it you know yeah. i can talk to my own generation Guys, you know, if you're saved in the Jesus movement, we're not living there anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but he's got new ways that he wants to teach us. Absolutely. So um, I do training, but I, I try and get like even Miami. I'm like, let's get a thing going. Like join, <laughs> a, join some sort of a thing they've got going and we'll just throw a booth up and just do some fun things. <laughs> um, but um, I, I will pray that, that God will help us shift because if <laughs> the boomerang, if we're at a turning point right now, if yeah. we're at a turning point, then things are going to look a whole lot different in the next last half of this year than we've ever seen. And we need to be prepared for it and we need to be ready and we need to position ourselves before God and let him tell us yes. what, what's getting ready to come, how it's going to be done, what we need to do with what he's showing us and giving us yes. and how we're going to... Um, be able to navigate it because it's going to be uncertain waters at times. You know, there's going to be things that will try and distract us or get us off course. He's that is a huge weapon that the enemy uses right now is distraction. He'll do anything to try and distract from what's really going on. Okay. And God, here's the deal. Uh, People say, well, I don't know what to believe. Well, God knows (laughs) the truth. He is the truth. Uh, he'll tell you the truth. I mean, I don't even take my information from the news. Yes. I don't listen to anything they're saying because I know what God tells me about the people that he made, the planet that he made, and the way that he's moving right now. The times and seasons are in his hands. Yeah. So, And he's telling us, look, I'm doing this yeah. and I'm, I'm getting you ready for it so that you can communicate my 
my truth to people that have ears to hear and mm-hmm. hearts to change. And um, so that's what he's doing right now. So I just mm-hmm. want to pray that, Lord, I just ask you that you give us the ability to not stay stuck. Mm-hmm. You won't let us stay stuck in where you uh, where we've been or what we've thought or how we've uh, uh, positioned ourselves or how hopeless we might have gotten or how discouraged we are or anything or our loved ones or people in our family that are off on tangents doing all kinds of things. God, I ask you that you give us peace, that you settle us down, that you would help us see that you're working you're working, God. You're the one who is at work in us to will and to do of your good pleasure, that you're working all things together for good for those because we love you and you love us. And so we're just thanking you, God, right now that you're going to reform us. You're reforming us. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are going to be reformed with new wineskins to be able to do what you're doing now, not 20 years ago and not 30 years ago. God, give us peace. And give us dreams. Unload dreams on us, God. Give us downloads of dreams. Your secret language for what's happening and how things are are going and how you need us to be prepared. And so I just thank you for that. And I thank you, God, that you're causing us to know you more, to let our hearts beat with your heart. Lord, if you didn't send, God, if you didn't send Jesus to the world, to condemn the world. You're not going to send us to condemn the world. So I just thank you that you're helping us get rid of condemnation and rid of a spiritual um, pride and Mm -hmm. all the stuff that has tried to come in and, and make us feel superior to people that you're looking at to love and to love them back into relationship Mm -hmm. with you. And we repent for that, God, we just ask you to forgive us for, for thinking we're more than, you know, anyone else, Lord, you love us with the same love. You love everyone else, no matter what they've done and who they are. So we just thank you, God, that your love is shed abroad in our heart. That's really what it is. And it's genuine and it doesn't fail. It doesn't have a failure component. So we just thank you for that. And I just thank you, Lord, right now. I just feel like I want to speak to some people that have um, kids that are in same sex lifestyles. Uh, I want to tell you that the Lord is working on them right now. And don't be, don't be beating them up with words or, or any kind of um, unwanted advice. (laughs) Just let Jesus do this. You're probably not going to be the ones that are going to lead them any back anyway, but God is the one who Mm -hmm. catches the prodigal. He's the Mm -hmm. one who catches the ones who, who have been far away. Your position is to love them Mm -hmm. and not to, not to shame them. They've been, you know, listening to voices of others and they're, they're learning how to hear the voice of the good shepherd. And so I just want to give you comfort in that because God's I'm watching it happen, but God, God is turning people back and he's turning people back. They have a net behind them and they've got friends that they're bringing with them. So I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for your beautiful ministry, for your gentleness, even where you minister. It's touching my heart and I know it's blessing so many. Now, I know that you have an upcoming event and I know that you have books. So if you can please tell our viewers about the book and the event. This is um, uh, Words That Work. Where is it? Words That Work. (laughs) Here we go. Can you see it? There it is. Words That Work, A Language of Light. For a world living in darkness. This is my gold. This is gold that um, we went out and we didn't we didn't learn this through book knowledge. We didn't learn this through uh, anybody training us. We went out and learned this in the field. God right. taught us in the field how to use words that work, his words that work. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've changed all of our language to, to be able to communicate effectively. It's one thing to be able to communicate. It's another thing for them to be able to comprehend what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. And at the right time. And then, of course, we've got what your dreams are telling you. You know, uh-huh. um, okay. this is a book that I wrote several years ago, and uh, it's available on my website as well. And I have a new one coming out. It'll be done in July. July. And it's, called, it's Field Guide. It's Methods to End the Madness. So it literally puts tools in your hands. It's proven strategies and creative ways to reach today's culture. And again, these are things that we learned on the field. We learned them with people who are in woke culture. 
they're in um, all kinds of different lifestyles. They believe all things, you know, and yeah. they're the ones that are trying to um, get everybody upset uh, by putting their stuff in Target and all the things, you know, it's like, oh my goodness, it's just nothing more. Same, it's the same devil, same deception, different day, right? <laughs> but if you don't give attention to it, it won't grow. Whatever you feed, you nurture. So just, yeah. it's going to fade away. It's a fad. And it's just something to get everybody all up, worked up, and upset. And it's just like, keep your eyes on him. Yes. The author and perfecter of your faith. So, Amen. Uh, the out uh, the event I have coming up is uh, her voice. Uh, it will be in um, it's a her voice movement, and it'll be in Portland, Oregon, uh, July twelfth through the fourteenth, and it's free. They've rented the whole auditorium downtown, the convention center, so you don't want to miss it. Um, this is going to have some real power players. Um, they're they've got you know um, a bunch of my friends that are coming, Patricia King, and uh, different ones that are coming that. Um, I've worked with on my outreaches. I've known Patricia for many years since the nineties. And um, so, and these are mama bears that are rising up to protect the next generation. Mm. And it's going to be power packed. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of information in one little location at one time. So, but it's free. She, she, she's not even charging a registration for this. And um, then um, I'll be flying back from that. um, Doing, um, meetings there and I'll be flying back to Dallas to do the Debs conference with Cindy Jacobs and that's Saturday the 15th of uh, July. Wow. Wow, you're a busy woman. I love it. <laughs> it's well, fun. It's great cuz I get to meet so many people and so many people want to be trained and they're hungry and they're ready to do the stuff, you know. Absolutely. That's so good. Thank you so much Cindy. I have been so blessed in meeting you and hearing your journey and your story. <laughs> Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for watching. I pray that this interview blessed you, and I'm sure that it has. I'm excited about our guest tomorrow. We have Nathan French. So I know he has a great intel from the Lord, and I just can't wait to have him on. We bless you, everyone, in the name of Jesus, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.